Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8, the New King James Version. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And let's see what the New Living Translation says. It says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Praise the Lord. After a lengthy letter to the Philippians, the Apostle Paul, who we can rightly say was their leader, laid emphasis on what he considered extremely important. This message was regarding their thoughts, and if we have thoughts today, which I believe we do, then it is applicable to us as well. Our thoughts are the engine room from which all our actions emanate. It's difficult, if not impossible, for anyone to say or do anything that hasn't crossed their mind. Although our thoughts seem invincible, they are fleshed up by our words and actions. In other words, you can know someone's thought pattern by the way they act or speak. The Bible says, as anyone thinks in their heart, so they are. So simply put, you are what you think. This was what motivational speakers understood when they wrote several books on the power of the mind, think big, etc. The mind has unimaginable power and can do beyond what eyes can see. Apostle Paul, by the power and inspiration of the Holy Spirit, understood the power of the mind and the thoughts we think. So his final word to the Philippians and to us is for us to fix our thoughts. This is a verb. It is an action that has to be intentionally carried out. You would agree with me that nature abhors a vacuum? So it's not sufficient to say you don't think evil thoughts because you cannot have blank thought process. It's either your thoughts are good or bad. I believe he's gone above and beyond not only to admonish us but to show us how to achieve that goal. Fix your thoughts on what is true. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Continually think on what is true. If I asked you to tell me one thing that is currently true and will forever be true, what would your response be? Truth is not temporary. It's not seasonal. If you discovered someone who's only true in summer and every other season, you can't rely on what they say. Would you say that person is true? I wouldn't say so. Truth is in nature and it's not a season. So who is true? God is true. His word is true. The Bible is true. 
These don't change like we sometimes do as humans. So when we're told to think on what is true, think on the beauty and magnificence of God and His Word. Bible says in John chapter 17 and verse 17, part of what we read in our family time today, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. So it is clear from scripture that God's word is truth. And if we commit it to our thoughts, it can change us in ways we could never have imagined. Moses' successor, Joshua, understood this concept. He had been a faithful servant of his master who walked passionately with God and wrought signs and wonders amongst them. It was indeed a big shoe for Joshua to fit into after Moses died. Not only was he thinking of how he would lead the Israelites who were terribly stubborn, I believe he thought to himself he didn't have what it takes to lead them. But what can we learn from Joshua? Very early on in the preparatory phase for his leadership career, God said to him in Joshua 1.8, Study this book of instruction continually, meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Study this truth, meditate on it, think about it, talk about it. You may think you're not a leader like Moses, rightfully so, but this truth will transform you from being the naive servant to a successful and prosperous leader. It's all in the Word of God. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise the word of god is the baseline to know what is true honorable right pure and lovely i was speaking to a taxi chap a few weeks ago and he said he believed in doing what was right and i asked him who defines what's right and he said the society well we don't live in a perfect society, so it cannot tell us what is right. If you doubt it, compare an adult raised by society and another adult raised by godly values. The society needs our help. It needs us to infuse the right principles into it. There is no society without the people. So we must embrace righteousness, which is right standing with God, and bring those values into our schools, marketplaces and streets for us to have the right society built on God's culture, which is righteousness. God is the standard of righteousness, period. No shades of gray. It's either black or white. As we bring this to a close, be reminded of the verse as it says, fix your thoughts. And I'll share that we've recently moved house and are now shopping for an adhesive material to fix our pictures and frames to the wall. The reason we want it fixed is because we want it up there permanently. The picture will be held up there for as long as necessary. We need to fix God's word in our thoughts and let it be constantly there. 
Don't let anything take the place of God's word in your thoughts. Not a movie, nor a song, nor the news, or social media, not your job or relationship. If there's one thing we should guard with everything we have, it's our thoughts. And by doing this, we can be assured of a blessed life. How can we fix our thoughts on God's word? There's a common quote which says, You are what you read, and we established earlier that we are what we think. So if we consciously put God's word in the mind gateways, which are our eyes and ears, in no time we become what we hear and see. Let's see some life lessons from this verse. Number one, nature aborts a vacuum. Thinking the right thought is an intentional process. Lesson number two, the word of God is the yardstick for determining what is right. Lesson number three, if we put God's word in what we see and hear daily, we will be transformed. In our day, we're on our phones most of the time, so if you're interested in committing God's word to your thoughts, follow and subscribe to channels that share such on social media so they will be in your view every now and then. Number four, but not the least, commit to daily reading of the Bible and to prayer. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we thank you for your word which has come forth, admonishing us on how to think and what to think. Dear Father, I pray that you sanctify our thoughts, help us to focus on your word, and as we do so, may we be changed by your word. Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining the podcast today. We'll see you again tomorrow by God's grace. God bless you. Bye-bye.